to the Low Sodium Show. I am your host, Mark Lennon Crew-Wheeler, and we're going to have a fun show tonight, folks. Why is that, you ask? Well, we're going to talk about tubes. Tube tops, tube baits, tubing. You name it, we're going to talk about it. Uh, we're going to have a fun show. I, I, I love tube fishing. Uh, the reason for that is is that it is such a, uh, I'm not going to say easy, but it is a, great, no, you can't screw it up fishing, okay, it is easy, okay, um, reason is, is, literally, you could be a new angler, and I put a tube on there, and you could fish it completely, you know, different than the way I would, and still catch fish, all right, there's no wrong way to, to, to fish this bait, um, so, that's the great thing about tubes, we're also going to uh, talk about a few things and uh, uh, <laughs> uh, talk about the the current weather. Uh, you know, it's a uh, it's a new beast out there for those that are just getting into the kayak angling world. Uh, this, you know, you you picked up a boat this this spring and you're out, you've been out there. Well, you're in for a treat. Uh, it's looking like it's going to be a very interesting winter, and uh, <laughs> in a sense that uh, bad. It's going to be a, a rough winter for everybody involved. Um, so uh, let's, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, uh, next week's show, show, which is going to be uh, cold weather gear. I know it's a little late, but you know, kind of uh, jumping the shark on that sense. But uh, yeah, have a great show, and as always. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come right back, we'll talk about tubes. Stick with us. We'll be right back with more of the Low Sodium Show, only on the Kayak Fishing Radio Network. Looking for a new cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100% in the United States? Look no further than Orca Coolers. These roto-molded, rugged coolers feature premium-quality, seamless construction, meaning they're built to take whatever you and Mother Nature throws at them. Orca Coolers allow ice to keep for days, and they have non-slip feet so your cooler stays where you want it. With secure external latch system, the lid always stays closed. Orca Coolers, made 100% in the USA, always has been, always will be. Check them out at orcacoolers.com. Guess what time it is? That's right. It's time for the 2013 Kayak Angler Choice Awards. Brought to you by YakAngler.com and Kayak Fishing Radio. The nominations are in. Vote for your choice at YakAngler.com slash choice. That's YakAngler.com slash choice. Boondoggle? What the heck is a boondoggle? Is it a tournament? No, it's not a freaking tournament. A boondoggle's just an event where a bunch of kayak anglers come together for a weekend of fun and kayak fishing. We all get together and fish, check out industry-related products, have a big dinner, and swap a fishing story or two. What's that? Sounds like a useless waste of time? Yeah, it is. So what? So get your butt up off the couch and get to a boondoggle. Bring yourself, bring your family, heck, bring your hairy-ass brother-in-law. I don't care, just get to a boondoggle. 
Check out yakangler.com slash boondoggle for more information. Kayak Fishing Radio presents The Low Sodium Show with your host, Mark the Landing Crew Wheeler. Alright folks, we are back to more The Low Sodium Show. Now, we've got tubes, and I, I get this question a lot from people, you know, that, you know, how do, how do you, um, how do you fish a tube? And I look at them and I say, any way you can. Um, you know, then they go, no, no, how, you don't understand. How do you fish it? Any way you want to. You need to understand that tubes are the perfect bait. Okay? And the reason we don't usually talk about them is that they are so simple. Okay? And, and it's a shame that we've really gotten away from them. But, what we're going to talk about is how do we get around all that. Now, the the great thing about the tubes, okay, is their versatility. You can literally hook them with anything you want and fish them effectively. From a jig, okay, as a trailer, you can fish them uh, with the lead head on the inside, you can fish them with a um, really uh, a hook in the nose, uh, an extra wide gap hook. You can do a million different things, and that's what makes them so great. So let's talk about the rigs that I use for tubes. Okay. Uh the first main one that I really enjoy using is a um is a basic spinning rig. Okay. And and this is when I'm using light tubes, when I'm fishing shallow or when I'm fishing a slower drop. Let's say I'm fishing a twelve feet in depth and I've got grass that comes up to uh three feet off the bottom. And those bass are sitting in the grass because it's it's not uh, it's more like a you know a, a, a eel grass, okay, where it's 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 thick in some areas, but the bass will still sit inside there and ambush prey. Where I don't want the bait to actually go into the grass, I just want it to lay on top. Perfect thing for tubes, okay. And I'll use a very very light jig head, light setup, and it's one of my favorite ways of fishing a, a tube to be honest with you, because I can get action, I can drag it, I can do a lot of things with it just by changing up the weight or the position of the hook. And I've done the, another tube show where I talked about hook position or eye position. The eye is very important, okay? When you position that eye correctly, again, you can position it any way you want, but the way I like to do it, I, position, I like to position the eye 
a little bit farther back in the bait. What that does is it allows the bait to actually roll and spin in the water as it's going down. Why? Because it has a centered location on that bait. When I give it a pull, instead of pulling from the nose, it's pulling from the top, okay, which creates water current. When the water catches that, it'll start to spin. When that happens, you get a, a, an electric bite, especially when you let go of that and give it some slack and you kill it. It'll start spinning. Ever watch a shad die? Anyone ever watch a shad die? I have. When you watch a shad die, it stops and then spins. Now, some people will go, well, does it spin in a counterclockwise or clockwise fashion? And I tell them, you're an idiot. I smack them. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, so, let, let's look at something real fast. Okay. Let's look at the different types of... Well, let's keep on going with, with the, the rig before I get on uh, another tangent. The rod I'm using is a bull bay rod. Okay, again, bull bay rods. The best, most sensitive rods out there, hands down. Uh, you know, no offense to, to um, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, the float on rods or Shimano or, or those guys, but literally these are some of the best rods out there. Custom grips. I mean, everything's made in the USA. What can I say? Except for the guides, which they're working on. <laughs> um, but the great thing about the rod is I'm using uh, a 4 to 8, 4 to 10 uh, light rod. 7, 7, 2. Okay. The reason for that is I get that whip. Okay. It's, it's a light action rod. So when, I, so when I load it on my cast and I snap my wrist to get it out there, it goes. Okay. And with the light rod like that, the biggest thing people go is they try to use too much muscle. Okay. It's a light action rod, and they, they crank up on it, and they, ah, no, no, <laughs> no, okay, all you want to do is just, is real kind of a slow beginning, get it loaded, once you feel that, that rod start to load, okay, start to speed up, at the very last second, snap your wrist, what that's going to do Okay, is it going to load that rod? Is it going to get it going? What you're doing is you're activating the load. Okay, if you're a distance caster, you know what I'm talking about. When you activate or, or, or preload the rod, okay, or load it, what you're doing is you're getting the most out of that rod. You want that whole rod to load up with it, with energy, okay? I think it's Newton's third law, first law, physics, Okay. Or, or whatever it was. <laughs> Tell, I wasn't an A student. Um, but when you load it with energy, okay, and that's something that has stored energy, when you release it by snapping your wrist, what you're doing is, is you're making that explosion, okay, which is starting at your hand and sending that energy up through the rod tip, through the line, and out. Okay? It's where you're hitting the next county. All right, that's what you want to have happen. All right, and you do this with a good rod. Now, second major component, solid reel. Okay, you're going to need a drag. Okay, something that's really good. Again, you know, Shimano, Akuma, Luz makes an amazing reel. Okay, um, in about a 3,000 size. Okay, 2,500 size, even better. <laughs> 
okay? Something light, but something with a large line capacity, okay? And the reason I say that is because you will be casting a distance, okay? And you're going to need that line capacity because you're going to use very light drag. Now you're going, why am I using light drag? Well, the reason you're going to use light drag is because, drum roll please, is because you're going to be using light line. Big whoop, woo, okay? And the line I really like to use is a straight fluorocarbon setup. And I know some guys are going, wait, Mark, you say you don't use fluorocarbon. Well, you need to have some fluoro, okay, in your arsenal, okay? And when I use this rig, I want to have the line to sync with the bait. And if I don't, happens is that that bait starts to act up okay if i have a line that's floating like braidwell and i'm trying to get that spin you know drop 10 12 feet and i've only got a four foot leader that little extra drag will actually make that bait not roll correctly and i i can't explain why or how or whatever but i've seen fish actually turn away from it okay instead of eating it why I don't know it's just the way it is and, and I saw it one day I was using an all braid and uh, I always carry extra folks carry extra spools okay a lot of times they're like 10 15 20 bucks depending on the spool on the company too okay buy extra spools I literally I have a Shimano Spear X. I only came with one spool. And what I did was I went ahead and called them. I said, how much are extra spools? Like an extra spool is only like 15 bucks, And another $5 in shipping. Okay. So what I did is I bought two extra spools. Okay. One is spooled with 10-pound braid. Okay. Why you ask? Because I use that same reel for salt water. Okay. It's just one of those things. I like to use this rod for salt water. It's a lot of fun on trout and puppy drum. Perfect trout rod, perfect, be truthfully honest. Okay. My next one is loaded with 10 pound fluorocarbon. I use Vicious Elite fluorocarbon. It's absolutely awesome. Okay, smooth, supple, and I use a line conditioner. <sighs> okay, we'll get to line conditioners in a second. My third spool is loaded with six-pound fluorocarbon. <laughs> okay, and yes, I did drop down. Why? If I'm having a, uh, uh, let's say I'm fishing like a lake like Lake Anna, or even better, I'm fishing the Great Lakes. Gin clear water, real spooky fish. Let's say I'm fishing a two-day tournament, three-day tournament, and the whole and they didn't have a space in between where you can practice to go out and everything else. So these bass are absolutely getting hammered, okay, the whole time. You know, tons of pressure, you know, because you've got these people that come out and they follow the boats, spectator boats. When you leave, those spectators move in because they know where the fish are now, right? And now you're getting, you know, those fish are getting extra pressure. So downgrading my line size will will do that efficiently, okay? 
Um, now, along with that, okay, a line conditioner. I have really fallen. I've really fallen for the craze. Okay, meaning most folks. Okay, line conditioner. What it basically does is it keeps that 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 non-memory. Um, it loses. Help, really helps to lose memory in line and 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 keep it from drying out and damaging the sun and everything else, like what a conditioner does for uh, your lady's hair. Okay. What I like to do with my line conditioner, okay, is before I get out there and I fish, okay, what I will do is I'll spray it on the line. Before I even leave the, the boat, before, when I take them out of the truck, grab the line conditioner, spritz, 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 and I walk away. Okay. My first cast of the day, I have it in my hand, spritz, spritz, spritz. I get about halfway in my retrieve, two more spritz. That's all I'll do for the day. That's all I need to do. It's in there. At the end of the day, when I wash down all my rods, the moment I wash down the reel, I'll make a cast on dry land. Okay. I'll spritz a few. Start walking. I'm not dragging the line along the ground. I am walking and picking up the line. I actually have a bow of my line right in front of me as I'm reeling. I'll spritz it once more. Every, you know, 10, 20 revolutions depending on the reel. You know, just this way I have a condition in there from the very bo- from the bottom of the spool all the way out. Okay. And what this does is this is this allows me to keep that line in peak condition. What this what this allows me to do again is keep that line always good. Now, when I store my line or my spare spool, okay, what I will always do I will always do, okay? take my line and I won't use a rubber band. A lot of people like to use rubber bands. It's wrong. Take that end of that line you take your finger and do one revolution around the spool so that line is on your finger. If that makes any sense. Then all you do is take that a tag end, wrap it around there two or three revolutions, pull it tight, uh, little uh, overhand knots to lock it in spin it around so I have a little tag end sticking out and I'm done. And it goes away. When I need it, I grab it I spin it out, it loosens itself, and I'm ready to rock and roll. reason I don't use rubber bands is the rubber bands will break down, they'll get on the line. You just broke the whole sequence of conditioning that line in a matter of seconds. If the rubber band breaks, let's say it comes loose. Now you have a big <laughs> in your bag. And I keep all mine, and I'm not saying that I'm a <laughs> – please, folks, drink responsibly, but uh, – um, I keep all my spools in labeled Crown Royal bags, and, and you know I, I take a, uh, a magic marker and I write on them, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, colored rod. Because all my rods have labels in some way, shape, or form. So let's say I'm using my um, I call it the Whippet stick. Okay, that I use for the tubes is uh, is a uh, uh, Whippet. Spare spools. That's all I write in there. This way I know where my spare spools are. Okay. Um, let's say, uh, great example. 
um, on the bomb dropper. Okay, on my bomb dropper, I use a, uh, a Shimano Canon, uh, which I'm actually switching that over here in the near future to a Lose uh, Pro Tournament. Um, absolutely amazing reel. Absolutely amazing. Um, but on my Canon, I have, again, I actually have four extra spools for that. Uh, the reason is is that I have um, two extra of my 40-pound uh, braid. That's the braid I use for throwing Alabama rigs. Reason for that is if I sp if I absolutely destroy it, make cast, it blows up. <laughs> Instead of me sitting there picking it and wasting time, all I do is cut the line, pull the, the spool out, reach in there, grab my other spool, drop it in, close the side plate, through the guides, and I'm rocking and rolling. One of those little tricks that I I like to use. I'm not changing the reel. I'm just changing the spool. Okay. Um, let's say I'm throwing the Alabama rig, like a madman, or I'm throwing a, a swim bait. Okay, like a madman. And all of a sudden, we come around a point, and I look. There's lily pads, or you know, matted grass, or whatever. I go, oh, and I know I've got about a minute and a half, two minutes before we get to that spot. I will sacrifice that that back side of that point, or I'll sac sacrifice a section. Okay. Of of me actively, you know, know what I'm saying, actively fishing, just change out that spool. Uh, what I do is called passive fishing. Passive fishing is, I actually take my line, uh, a, a Tommy head jig, weedless, with a shaky head, set up, uh, with the uh, uh, power team lures tickler, and I'll cast it, and let it drag behind the boat. You have no idea, folks, how many times I've caught bass just by doing that. Okay. This allows me to be limited in my in my tackle. Okay, but still have instead of having sixty rods with me, I only have four because I am fishing from the back of the boat. It also helps me in the kayak. Okay, if I'm fishing the kayak, I can switch over right there in my lap, reel to, you know, technique to technique to technique, okay? Simple as that. Now, talking about the line, the rod, the reel, let's talk about the, how we're going to hook up that bait. And we're going to do that when we come right back. Oh, I almost got you there, folks. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with more of the Low Sodium Show, only on the Kayak Fishing Radio Network. Welcome to KayakFishingRadio.com. Submit your local fishing report to be aired on Kayak Fishing Radio and the Kayak Fishing Radio iPhone and Android app. Please follow these steps. Step 1. Create a Skype account. Step 2. Add Kayak Fishing Radio to your contacts on Skype. Step 3. Call Kayak Fishing Radio and you will hear a recorded greeting. Start recording after the tone. If you do not have a computer or access to one, you may call in via phone at 404-890-5232. 
text 404-890-5232. Looking for a group of kayak anglers to share your kayak fishing adventures with? Check out yachtangler.com, your ultimate fishing resource. Listening to the Low Sodium Show on Kayak Fishing Radio with your host, Mark the Landing Crew Wheeler. Alright, alright, alright. So we are back with the Low Sodium Show. And let's talk about how to rig a tube. And I mentioned earlier, there is no wrong way. Okay, and these are the droids you're looking for. Um, <laughs> the reason I, I say that is that literally your your mind is your weak link in rigging a tube. Um, Tommy head jigs, absolutely amazing in a tube. Outside, inside, doesn't matter. Tommy head jigs are the way to go in a tube. Okay. Now, with that being said, the great thing about rigging tubes, again, there is no wrong way. You want to rig it wacky rigged? Go ahead. You want to rig it backwards? Go ahead. You want to rig it with a one-aught mosquito hook in the nose for... Drop shotting, go ahead. There is no wrong way. But there are several basic ways that people will rig them. And the first one that I can think of is the basic uh, tube jig. Okay. Which is basically you're taking a, a jig head, stuffing it inside the tube, punching the eye out, tying it on, and throwing it. And, and I find that there are certain tubes that are take this better than than others. Meaning, certain tubes will take a tube better or tube jig better than others. Okay? Power team lures, I cannot tell you folks enough about power team lures and, and everything that they've got. Deadly on bass <laughs> They should change it to deadly to anything that swims. Okay, um, Power Team Lewis has a great tube. Okay, that it's got a solid nose. All right, and the first thing I like about that is it positions the hook naturally, or the 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 eye naturally farther back. Gives you the action you already want if you're fishing that that style. Also allows you to to rig it. Uh, um, uh, Really, it allows you to rig it with a, a flipping hook, or an extra wide gap, any way you want because of that solid nose. Okay, and, and literally with the tube, with the, the tube jig, all you do again is what I like to do is I'll you know just kind of you know spit on the on the tip, shove it in there. No jokes, folks. Come on now. Shove it in there. Once it's in where I want it to go, what I do is I hold it in my hand, put it, feel where the, the eye of the hook is, and just squeeze. 
and put it in between my two fingers, that, that eye. Tie it on and throw it. Now, the problem with this setup is that once the tube, let's say the tentacles are, are bitten off by perch or crappie or whatever, or it gets ripped or whatever, you've got to actually cut the line to retie it. And what I do is if I'm going to use one certain color, and I know I'm going to use a color. Let's say I'm going to use, for like Power Team Lures, one of my favorite colors is money. I love money. That is the color uh, of my area. It works very, very well. And um, so I'll rig six with the tube. Jig already inside there. Make it done. Because I already know I'm going to use a, you know, I'm going to use a, a 16th ounce jig head. I'll go in. Set it up, send it on. Okay, it gets t- you know destroyed, bring it in, cut it off, and I'll take the tube jig itself, and I might hook it on my shirt. Okay, um, so it just gives me all that 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 flexibility. Okay, now. With that being said, okay, and the other way I like to rig and fish a tube is with an extra wide gap. And actually, this is the way I prefer doing a lot of it. Um, it's pretty simple. Rig it the same way you normally would. Any Texas rig. Okay? I like to peg it, peg the, the weight, and now I'm in business. And when you skin hook it, that hook should come up right behind the tentacles, okay? To where that point, right where that crick is, that, that the last bend in between where the, the actual hook point is, should come right at, <clears throat> should come right at the back end of that tube. Okay, so when I throw it out there, lands, starts to sink. That hook isn't behind and getting tangled up in the in the it's not getting tangled up in the tentacles. There you go. Okay. Um, third way of basic rigging is with a shaky head or which is a regular jig. All you do is right down the center, put the hook in, then scrunch the rest of the tube up past the hook point, send it through so the head is actually at the end, the hook point is exposed. Not big for throwing into, um, it's not the best way of throwing it into uh, tough cover, but it is a great setup, okay? Now, how do you fish these baits? Okay, there, there are several ways. Again, there is no wrong way, and one of the most basic ones is with uh, an extra wide gap style, Texas rig. You're going to send it out there, or shaky head. Send it out as far as you can. Let it sink to the bottom, and all you're going to do is crawl it, or just barely hop it. Just hop it. That's all you have to do. Just by doing that, it looks like the bait is going from one spot to another, and when you hop it, you'll realize, if you watched your... Your bait in, in shallow water hops. It doesn't hop in a straight line. It hops right. 
It'll hop left. It'll hop and come right back down the same spot. It's a great, <coughs> great thing about about tubes is that it has that erratic action, and that is the big thing about tubes. That's what I've been trying to get at is that tubes do have that erratic action. They do have that ability to get strikes where no other bait will. Just one of those things that I really enjoy about using tubes. Okay. Um, you know, and, and experiment with them. Literally, your your mind is your greatest weakness with a tube. So get out there, throw tubes. It'll be your best friend. I'm telling you, learn how to throw them. Not really learn, but gain confidence in a tube. And again, try power team lures. Excellent, excellent tubes. Um, excellent, excellent baits, and uh, definitely worth your time. Definitely, definitely, definitely worth your time. All right, folks, we'll be right back right after this. Listen, let's go. All right, y'all, you've heard me talk about Tommy Head Jigs. Their versatility is Tommy Head Jigs' greatest attribute. From a basic jig to shaky heads like they're designed to do, but for swim baits and so much, much more, Tommy Head Jigs truly do put more fish in the boat because you're not wasting time. So check them out. Go to TommyHeadJigs.com now. Check them out. Pick up a pack or two. Let them know that you heard it here at the Low Sodium Show. Take your game to the next level with Tommy Head Jigs.
listening to the Low Sodium Show on Kayak Fishing Radio with your host, Mark the Landing Crew Wheeler. Yeah. Uh. What? That's right. Low Sodium Show on House Show. What? <laughs> I'm a goof. But. Welcome back to the Low Sodium Show. I am your host, Mark Lennon Crew Wheeler. And um now for those that don't know or or uh are privileged enough to live in, in those states that uh never see snow, Florida, uh, uh Georgia, Alabama. Anyway, um I know that you know this doesn't necessarily pertain to you right now, but the cold weather is here. Okay, that means being smart, okay. Um, this means uh, proper attire. Now, before I go in and start um, now, the the biggest thing I need to explain and the thing I need to stress is that in the past few years we have had we have seen a um increase in accidents during this time of the year due to folks being dumb. I'm not going to pull punches here, okay? And for those that that I'm going to apologize to, okay, because uh, it's a subject I'm very passionate about because I don't want to see anyone lose their life. And if you're going, oh, you don't need to be getting that serious, Mark, oh, yeah, I do, okay? Uh, The reason is because people lose their lives every year in kayaking accidents because they're not wearing the proper attire. I don't want to leave most of this for next week. But please, 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 if you decide to take, okay, if you decide to wear clothes, then in the summertime, get wet and you get cold. Newsflash, not the best choice for this time of the year. So I want to say about that subject. Tune in next week. We're going to talk about this in depth. Proper tire, layering techniques, all of it. So, definitely want to tune in next week. All right, folks, coming up tomorrow night, we're going to announce the winners of the Kayak England Choice Awards. It's going to be an excellent show. Again, hosted, as always, by your host of the most, Chip, Chip, the tree hugger Gibson. It'll be great, as always. All right, folks, with that being said, I'm going to call it a night. I'd like to thank all my personal sponsors, like all the rest of my shows, Orca Coolish, Jackson Kayaks. I'm telling you all, Jackson Kayaks, that new big rig is amazing. But I'm going to let you know right now, you think Jackson's done? <laughs> we have more to come. So definitely keep your ear to the ground because Jackson Kayaks will come out with some amazing stuff here in the near future. Just telling you right now. Unfair lures, bull bay rods, Tommy head jigs. Cannot thank y'all enough. Cannot thank y'all enough. Please, folks, go out there and, and, and uh, let them know that you're here to hear the Low Sodium Show.
With that being said, I hope everyone has a great night. Remember, folks, take kid fishing. Always wear your PFD. And remember to get your fish on, man. Have a great night, everybody. See you next week.